0: Episode I'm going to break down the entire story of how I realized I was subconsciously slowing my business growth and sabotaging my marriage. This is a really important episode, so stay tuned. I'm Andrea Maxim, and this is the Profitable Practice Podcast made for practitioners who are ready to build a six-figure practice with a million-dollar impact that also lets you close your laptop and be present with your family anytime you want to. Together, we will challenge the antiquated ways of running a practice. We'll merge our brick and mortar online and build, systemize, and grow as maximized practitioners. Welcome to the podcast. Andrea here. I have been... So excited to record this episode. I've been riding this like emotional wave for the past three days based on this hugely profound experience that I had. And I kind of shared a story about this that I was going to record this today on Instagram at Andrew Maxim ND. And then for All night, like I even lost sleep over it. I was up at 2 a.m. I'm like, how am I going to articulate what I've learned? How am I going to share this with you guys in a way that doesn't make anybody look bad, that is succinct, that is chronological? Um, So here we go. This has been, well, let me take a step back. I would say since 2019, I've been experiencing the biggest growth within myself, and definitely within my business. And where it all started was back with James Wedmore in 2014, when I was his um, basically like tester coaching person for what's now BBD, Business by Design. And he started really working on the mindset with us. Leap and the net will appear you know, take the action, hold the fear with you and just do the steps. So that was something that I became really comfortable with and have continued to pride myself on that I think of an idea, I execute it really quickly and just let the cards fall where they may. Like I've never really been um, risk averse, but I've always been taking smart risks and that's just how I've run my business. So I thought I was doing all the right things. So 2019, I make the biggest investment that I can with Alex Sharfin and learn how to now grow a team because I'm at the point in my business where I'm making 300000 per year and I have a family now. I need to start offloading my time. I need to find a way to get out of the things that at this point or at this stage in my business I don't want to do, and that's hiring employees. So 2019, I start making my biggest hires. These people are on salary. And that was a huge thing that I had to overcome with regards to money mindset. And always thinking, oh my goodness, what if this doesn't work out? What if this doesn't work out? What if this doesn't work out? And then reframing that to, well, what if it does? And thank goodness I have attracted the most amazing women to support me and my vision. And I'm just so grateful for them always eternally grateful for them and so now I had these pieces in place and I was like okay uh, that was the final piece that I needed to do to really scale my business to really grow my business that those were the steps that I needed to take and it still wasn't so come into 2020 of course the first like two quarters are just survival mode just trying to keep our business afloat keep everybody on salary figure out where the money's gonna come from all of those things. And then I start to get itchy again. You know, there's something else lacking. There's something I'm still chasing. And the clinic is starting to become a lot more stable. It's been stable for quite a few years. But now with employees coming in, I wanted to see how the numbers changed. And we still managed to grow in 2020 with two new um, hires, which was amazing. So I was like, okay, that's great. We developed an online program. That was the final piece that I wanted to create for the clinic side. So it's like, okay, cool. The clinic is set. That's all that I need to do. Here I am thinking I'm making all of these steps that were the missing pieces. That's what we're always chasing are the missing pieces. And it, there was still something missing. And in the online business, the maximized business, I know. That this business has such a huge potential to grow. I've been trying to grow this business now for seven years. I'm in my seventh year doing this, running the podcast and running the Maximize Practitioner program. And this was always the, the one that I, for whatever reason, continue to sabotage movement and momentum and growth. And I couldn't figure out why. And I have invested tens of thousands of dollars to join mentorships to figure out how to make this business run. I uh, signed up with Caitlin Batcher all of last year to learn how to make the Evergreen webinar run to bring more people into my program because we want to serve 1,000 health and wellness practitioners, and I just don't have the traffic. I don't have the, the, the eyes on my stuff to see what a value it is that we offer. So here I am continuing to buy more programs, buy more knowledge, buy more things. And even the half of last year being in this um, hugely expensive program, worth it, but expensive, I again sabotaged myself and I stopped the work and I just kind of like let it go. So we do our 190-37-1 planning strategy, which we teach inside the Maximize Practitioner program. And all of Q1, my only thing to do was to create a traffic Facebook ad campaign to drive more people to the podcast. I want to see the podcast be 1,000 downloads per week, um, and we're just not there. In, in fact, it's still very low for what I, I know we can achieve because we've been getting such great feedback on the podcast. Again, it's a traffic issue. So all of Q1, I'm seeing this Facebook traffic campaign, which is literally like low cost, maybe $10 or um, $20 a week. And I've been putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, finding all these other projects that I can do And I promised my accountability coach I was going to get it done in March. Like, I had to get it done. I was going to get it done that weekend. We have our meeting this week in April. And that was the first thing I said to him. As I said, I am so sorry. I still haven't gotten my traffic Facebook ad campaign running. I don't know why I am continuously sabotaging this aspect of my business which is the one that I wanna grow the most. It's the one that I want to provide the most um, impact with. This is the community that I wanna work with the most now. That's why I've hired people to do the clinic work so that I can focus on this. And I continuously stop my efforts. I look at it on my to-do list and I find all the other things that I can do to fill up my day or quite frankly, just shut down and have a nap or watch TV. So I brought this up to my accountability coach, James, and we're gonna have a complete interview with him in a few weeks, he's an NLP practitioner as well. Then um, he's gonna talk about where this all comes from, and the statement that he said was the catalyst to this massive breakthrough. Now before I talk about the breakthrough, let me explain to you what's been going on within my marriage, what's been going on in my personal life. So my husband is a landscaper and the landscaping season is just starting to get going now. He does snow removal in the winter, but we had a really warm winter, so he um his contract with the snow removal uh company ended mid-March. I have always gone into this marriage as equal. Everything, all the bills were equal. We have a joint account for all the bills. Um, We will only pay as much as we can uh, for the mortgage together. Like everything is straight down the middle 50-50. And I was 100% convicted to that. I had... like a surplus of money and I remember this conversation with my parents saying well why don't you put it down on the house and I was like no because then I'm gonna own more of the house and Scott's not gonna own as much and how are we gonna then like divide it up if we were to ever divorce and blah 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 like this this was my mindset going into this money conversation with my marriage so in March he his funds were just stopped And he also has his line of credit and all these other things. So I said, babe, I will start paying the bills, no problem. Don't you worry about it. The business is good. I can do this for us. But once I made that decision, which externally for the past 2 years this is what i've been wanting to do this is externally what i've been saying babe i'm going to retire you you take care of the kids you get your golf membership every single summer you you know you do all that stuff because that's what he wants to do instead of backbreaking labor with landscape and i want to work i love work my identity is as a woman who is working um this is what i want to do so externally i've been able to say that no problem and now we're living it. And this is the difference. And this is this is exactly where the blocker is coming. Is now I'm solely responsible for paying the bills. For March, it was sort of like he paid the first half and then I paid for everybody the second half. And suddenly, and I didn't know that this was happening, but I was feeling myself completely disconnecting from him. And I was feeling myself wanting to not be near him, not wanting to engage with like a kiss good morning, a kiss good night, not wanting to reach out to him in the way that we were, um, not wanting to touch him, like be near him. I was immediately feeling this distance between us. And I didn't know at the time, but it was because now I was our our finan- financial status was now becoming uneven. And it was something I was so convicted. We had to be 50-50. We had to be equals the whole time. Come April, I'm now paying for everything and grateful that I can, but now I am 100% pulled away from him I am snapping at my girls for no reason, and I can't even control my anger. I know that I'm doing it. I don't know why I'm doing it, but I am just pushing everyone away. It got so bad that in that first week of April, I was looking up hotels to stay in. Like I was looking up how much would it cost for me to live in a hotel for seven days to just be away from him to just be away from my my family. The girls could come to visit, but I just wanted to bounce. And I couldn't figure out where it was coming from. All last weekend, I slept. I just wanted to sleep the whole day away. I wanted to just stay in my room, close the door. And I was like, this must be like some onset of low mood that I'm having. Like, am I starting to become depressed? What is going on here? Do I need to, like, do more B12 shots? What is it that I'm missing? Why do I not want to be around my family? Why am I putting this massive space between my husband and I? It got so bad that we love watching How I Met Your Mother um, together. And, of course, in How I Met Your Mother, Ted and Marshall are just these stand-up, sensitive, completely doting men for their women. And I... I, we usually watch maybe one or two episodes a night and I was just like, I don't want to watch this show with you. And the the reason why my thought process was, I don't want to see men doting on their wives when I am just completely averse to everything about you right now. Again, I still didn't know where this was coming from. So fast forward to this coaching call with my coach. And throughout this time, I was thinking it the thought came up to me i was like we marry our fathers what is it about scott that is like my dad and i could think of all the positive things like he's very sensitive he's a very much a woke male a woke husband like he is nurturing he's a great dad he we have amazing communication like i there's nothing about him That I don't like but I've suddenly created or manifested this rift between us and and I just didn't know why so I tell my coach you know the one thing that I wanted to get done is build this Facebook traffic campaign and I haven't and it has been an ongoing thing for the past two years where I know what I need to do for the business or for the online business and I refuse to do it I put it off last Whereas with the clinic, no problem. I will create things on a dime. I will make investments. I will do Facebook ads weekly without a worry. There's just no worry there. So the question that he asked me kickstarted this whole thing. And it was the very first question that he said. He wasn't like, oh, why do you think that is? Or, um, well, have you thought about scheduling it into your schedule? Like he didn't give me The steps or the tactical things that I needed to do he said interesting tell me a little bit more about your mom and dad's relationship with money and I was like huh and it was almost like everything aligned to this meeting everything aligned to me saying that statement about my to-do list and him asking this question And I was like, well, my mom and dad divorced and um, my mom like basically was the breadwinner and she made all the money and my stepdad um, due to mental illness wasn't able to work. So he was on disability and continues to be. And then I said, but my mom and my stepdad, um, they're great. Like my stepdad paid for the house, my mom paid for the bills. And they're, you know, they're equal. So that's where I feel like I'm getting this need to be, to be equal. And he said, how old were you when your parents divorced? I said, I was about eight. He's like, that's your problem. And I immediately burst into tears, like almost like I want to do right now, reliving this. He was like, that's where this imprint came from. Because your relationship between your mom and your stepdad was like 10 years ago. So you're way too old for this to actually imprint on you. But at eight years old, when your parents divorced, and now your mom became the sole breadwinner, she had to work the hardest for all of her money. And your dad didn't work, didn't have a job. And basically, your mom was supporting him. Um that is where this is coming from everything broke open at this point my it felt like time stopped and it felt like this conversation is what i have been searching for 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 sure the past 6 weeks but this is what i've been chasing for the past four years. And why, you know, I'm chasing after the million dollar dream, which I started to then be like, you know what, I don't need that. I don't need a million dollars. I just want to be comfortable, have our family just be able to pay the bills, live a, a comfortable lifestyle, and that's it. And is interesting, even as I reflect on that, that was happening when we were starting to do this. And I was like, you know what, er, I'm going to like pause on here. I'm just going to like hold back not not chase anymore we don't need to grow we're good the way that we are um but this year this year we're on a different trajectory than any other year in business we had our first 50k month in March which was amazing um and where I've been from an energetic place of having all of my my people in the right place, running the 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 clinic side the way I want them to, me being able to stay home, especially in today's climate, stay in that CEO sort of creative role, everything that I've ever wanted manifested on January 1st of this year. And of course, with that, when you're in alignment, things start to just flow to you and money is starting to flow to me and new leads are starting to find me out of nowhere because I am putting that energy out there and I'm showing up to my business in a different way. And then now I'm living the dream that my husband and I have always wanted to. And the reality of it is bringing up all of this stuff. So he said... No one is a bad person in this picture. There's no negative feelings about this imprint that you had at eight when you saw your mom making all of the money, supporting everyone, and your dad unable to work and living in an apartment, and basically he, sh- he was just taking care of you guys after school. No one was bad. There's no bad memories. I don't carry any bad memories towards anybody. That was just what I envisioned. But the imprint that it left on me is... Now, as as I was saying, women marry their fathers, is now I'm projecting that onto, that's what's going to happen when I start being the breadwinner or start paying all the bills so that Scott can retire and take care of the kids and golf every season. I am now going to potentiate the same relationship that my mom and dad had, where Scott, this is this was my fear, and this is what came about with this conversation where Scott was going to then become a deadbeat dad, blow all of our money. Um, I was going to support everybody, and I was going to be forced to work all the time just to maintain our lifestyle, and there was going to be no support or nurturing on my end, all of these things. This is what I have created, and I didn't even know it. And so my coach said, you know, Scott is not your dad. It's not fair for you to be labeling him that way and it's not fair for you to be entering into your marriage and entering into your business with this imprint that you've been carrying with you and has been sabotaging your success for a business that has a huge potential to grow. And I'm still processing that but I will tell you, when I spoke to Scott about it, I said, babe, I-, I need to talk to you about this conversation I just had with my coach. Um, Like, let me know when there's a good time. So we were making dinner, the-, the girls were off playing by themselves. I was like, okay, things are pretty quiet and I have his full attention. I'm gonna just present this to him. I said, babe, I just had a huge realization with my accountability coach about an issue that I didn't even realize that I had. And now I can see how this is reflected and has been reflecting in our marriage um this entire time. From even before we got married, I had him sign a um what is it called? Like a um a contract where I'm forgetting the word it starts with a p. Um a contract where uh When we are married, whatever money I make in my business, he doesn't have access to. Whatever we share personally or whatever, fine. With his own business, if he grew his business to like a million dollars and we divorce, um, I don't have access to that money. So right away before we even got married, I was squirreling away my my hard-earned dollars so that he couldn't access it. I forget what the word is and I know you guys are going to tell me. Um... And I had him sign that, and he had no problem signing it a prenup, thank you, Mary. So I had him sign a prenup a work prenup, so it wasn't for all of the assets but just for my business there I went into the marriage being like, there is no way that I'm putting all of my hard earned dollars, everything that I've built from scratch, like I had no money in fusions, I had no support, I had continued to just build it all on my own. Financially, I have the support now, of course, emotionally, but financially, I built every single brick in that business. No one is taking that from me. I don't care if we're married or not. That is my baby. And now learning what I know now, that was 100% from this imprint of me being like, I'm not going to work hard just so that you can live off of my dollars and like have a luxurious life and then take everything that I made. That was... That is exactly where that came from. Whenever we were booking a vacation, my immediate thought was, well, how are we going to pay for this? Like finances have always been this issue of like, why do I need to give up more of my money so that we can go on a vacation as a family? Um, Making renovations to our home, it was always like split down the middle, Excel spreadsheet. Okay, how much did you pay in supplies? How much did I pay for? Let's make sure that that's even. Everything has been so meticulously 50 50 because i was not going to give any more dollars than i than he was all of these things when i look back on our marriage we're all coming from this one realization so i told him exactly what i had already mentioned to you everything that came up and i this is how our our relationship is with regards to communication is it's just very honest, very open, no t- emotions rise. We're just talking like I'm talking to you. And he's like, so what What do you do about this? I was like, babe, I don't know. I'm going to talk to my mentor who is working with a shaman and just see if there's some hypnotherapy sessions or what it is that we need to do so I can release this imprint. Um, and he was just like, okay. This is all your issue. It has nothing to do with me. And I was like, you're 100% right. This isn't on you. This doesn't reflect on you at all. This is 100% me. But what do I do with this information now, now that I know? Um, and so I reached out to my mentor and I told him what happened. And I said, Brandon, I just had this, in- this experience where I realized how much resentment I started to create against Scott how much anger I started to create against Scott as soon as our equality started to shift and I was stepping into more of the financial provider and he wasn't. I said, now that I know where the sabotage is coming from, what is it that I do? Like, what do I do? What are the next steps? And he, he said very simply, like, congratulations on discovering this congratulations on figuring this out when you did. It makes a a lot of sense. Here are some strategies to which you can do with your husband that I did with my wife. just kind of like laying out, okay, what are each person's responsibilities? And then being grateful for the, the responsibilities that each of us have to, again, remove some of that resentment. But then he said this, And he said this on a a second call, like a second message. He said, isn't it amazing that you sabotaged the growth before it happened because you want your marriage and your family to work? Isn't it amazing that subconsciously you knew That this was going to be a problem and this was going to cause a problem. If I had grown the business the way I wanted it to, if I had started making the money that I know that we can and carried this with me, I 100% would have ended our marriage. Like in six weeks, I was already being like, I don't want to be near you. I don't want to touch you. I don't want to be, I don't want to kiss you. I want to go into a hotel and move away from all of you guys in six weeks. Imagine if that carried on for five, six, seven months, a year, and I hadn't figured this out. He said, isn't it amazing? Subconsciously, you knew what was going to happen if you grew and you Um, because you wanted to keep your your family together. And I was just like, oh my God. Even now, of course, it's bringing up emotions. So here I am with this knowledge. And since communicating with Scott about this, since letting it sit with me, almost instantaneously, things have shifted. Like the very next day, he was more attentive. He was, um, saying things differently and making sure that I was taken care of. And, you know, like our connection, our spark was reignited, um, like instantly, instantly. Now that I've started to let this go. And I don't know, but I, I'm fully like I fully believe in the universe. We had like 10 or or um, I would say, a solid 10 new bookings come in just yesterday alone. People out of nowhere started to book in, new patients booked in, all in the same day. And so now I'm just I'm letting this go. I'm just going through the work to like, let this emotion go, let this imprint go and and it's so freeing i feel different i'm still exhausted from it but i feel different i feel lighter i feel like i'm looking at our family dynamic totally different um it's amazing and it took 10 years for me to figure this out and it took Three years of constantly grinding And being like why can't I make this work Why am I not growing Why is it that other people can scale so quickly And I'm still stuck like trudging For an extra 10 or 20k increase Every single year and this was it But it took the mental work And it took me open to Figuring this out and it took me It took me putting it out there to the universe, being like, why am I acting this way? Why am I reacting this way? And during this time, I was so honest with my family and I apologized. I said, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I'm feeling this way. I don't know why I'm yelling at you. I don't know why I'm distancing myself from you. I haven't figured it out yet. I know it isn't you guys. Something is going on. And lo and behold, this is what it is. So I have nothing else to share, except I'm excited to see what this year is going to bring now. And I hope that this inspires you to continue to do the mental work and to continue to dig and continue to continue to communicate with your partner, with your coaches, with the universe in ways that will show you what you need to know because you don't know what you don't know frig i have been holding on to this since i was eight years old so for 30 years this has been my ideal of what i thought i needed to do to have a successful marriage and a successful business like how ridiculous is that but i set everything up so that i figured it out now And I truly believe that that was the last piece, the last thing that I was holding on to that I need to get rid of. Now, of course, I'm saying that because I don't know. Um, But yeah, Mary, this will be my quantum leap year. I 100% believe it. I am so convicted to that. And I've never had that conviction before. Before it was just like, let's just grow um, 10%. Cool. As long as we're growing, we're doing good. But this year I know is going to be... Such a different year. And I have so many people to thank for this. Like I have Brandon Lacero, Alicia McPherson was a huge catalyst into really tapping into the mindset. I'm now working with um Scott Olford, and he's very much into the alignment manifesting. Um it's gonna be so, so amazing. But I really wanted to share this with you because it was just such a profound experience and it made sense for why growth and scaling was so friggin hard and we all have these imprints and we we just don't know what they are until we start to bring them out so I'd love to hear what's coming up for you I would love to hear your personal stories the um things that you have had to tackle you can direct message me on Instagram at N D. You can comment here. Um, And that's it. Like, I'm not even going to close with like any sort of like find me here or whatever, because that's not what the intention of this talk was about. It was just sharing this amazing experience and how much it was not only impacting my business growth, but 100% my connection with my husband and how quickly our marriage would have dissolved if I didn't get a handle on this. Or we would just stay stalled forever, right? Which is also not the lifestyle that we want to have. Um, So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for continuing to listen. Thank you for being in my tribe. And I will talk to you next week. I'm Andrea Maxim, and I'm out. If you liked this episode, be sure to subscribe so you are notified when a new episode is posted, leave a review, and drop me a message on Instagram at AndreaMaximND as I love hearing from you. Just so you know, we also host the video version of most of our episodes on MaximizedBusiness.ca. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you on the next episode.